Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 293 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be connecting with you again this week. And happy 2022. If you are listening to this episode on or around the time that we released it, it is January, it is a fresh new year. And I've talked a lot about the new year and whether or not it means anything or you want it to mean anything for you. So if January is just another like first of the month, then and, you know, skip over this. If for you, if it, if it really does feel reinvigorating or refreshing, then I hope that you are enjoying that energy. I definitely am. But like I said, in a couple episodes back, it's more so because, you know, I'm going through like my birthday portal and having that really be my personal ye- new year, it just kind of aligns with the new year that the rest of the world also celebrates. So happy new year if you are celebrating. I really do love New Year's though. I also, uh, I don't know if like celebrates the right word, but like maybe acknowledge or honor the astrological new year, which is in spring, the um, the spring equinox when the sun goes back into Aries. I also do celebrate the Jewish new year, which is in the fall, usually September or October-ish. So I kind of celebrate three new years and it's like, why not? And so I just have three opportunities. I mean, really, I think any new moon or even like every Monday, whatever, whatever, like, wheel of time you are going based on can be a new year or a renewal of some sense. You don't have to wait until anything really. But if you are wanting to wait for something or just have that energy to write off of, I like kind of having that big refresh three times a year. But again, like a new moon really can feel like a um, a personal new year as as well, because it is a new cycle. It's a, a new time to plant seeds, to to grow something, to manifest something. And 
This episode is coming out, I don't remember the exact date, the fifth or sixth. Uh, We just had our new moon. So happy new moon too, I guess. Whatever you're celebrating, I hope it's wonderful. And it's not that I can't believe that it's a new year or it's January again. It's more of just like, oh my God, I'm going into a third year of this goddamn pandemic. Will it ever end? That's kind of what I've been thinking. And I feel like the more this has gone on, like the more... I kind of get into like pop culture and things that feel just kind of a little silly or shallow because I mean, that's just what my mental health needs. If my client's listening, I recommended to a client a couple of months ago, maybe you should just watch Say Yes to the Dress a little bit more because, you know, we're so serious. And so I'm kind of taking my own advice (laughs) when it comes to 90 Day Fiance, obviously bachelor stuff, but you all know that. I also... Well, at the time of me recording this, I just finished the first two episodes of And Just Like That. And I have, it was not spoiled before the first episode. I won't say anything now, but holy hell. And also, I don't know, I have I have thoughts. I, I know that Sex and the City was also, or always kind of cheesy and had those kind of bad, but also good, funny lines. But I don't know. I just feel like they're trying to be woke or like 2021, but like also not, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's fun because I'm such a, I I love sex in the city and I loved it for all the reasons for like the shallow, um, fashion kind of reasons. But I also, I also really actually love going back through the episodes and kind of gleaning some of like just the patriarchal norms and things that like, like, yes, on its surface, we know that's like really crappy behavior or or a way that we don't want to approach our dating lives or sex lives, but then also knowing that like it's baked within. So sometimes we play it out and don't even realize it. Like I like looking at from that perspective too. I just love the series and the show all around. So I, I imagine I will continue to probably have complicated thoughts about the rest of the series or the, the, you know, the spinoff series, but I don't know. The Samantha thing kind of bothered me. I will say that because apparently whatever. I'm not going to get into it. This is not a pop culture podcast. If you want to share your thoughts or if you have opinions, I would love to talk about it in my DM. So I'm Veronica E. Grant. So you can come find me over there and we can talk about stuff there. All right. So I'm going to stop talking about that because that is not why we are here today. We are here today because I've got a great coaching episode for you. And this coaching episode is actually a couple years old. It's from 2019, but it's one of the most popular episodes. And my podcast producer and I had a meeting in late 2021 where we were planning out uh, Q1 of 2022. And I was like, let's do a rerun in January. You know, people are getting back. So let's just, you know, let's just do the rerun, get something off my plate, you know, to get this book ready to give me a little bit more time for that. And so she just went, you know, by the numbers, she was like, all right, this is the most downloaded episode of the past two years. So let's run this one and freshen it up a little bit. And I was like, great. And so I was listening back to it to prepare to write this intro, the script for this intro and the outro. And as I was listening, I was like, oh my God, this is like, also just in terms of content, the best coaching episode that could be coming out the week before my pre-order will be available for my book. And that's because what Andre Ann is talking about in this episode is, I mean, first of all, deeply relatable to my own dating life, which I talk a lot about in the book, but I think also super relatable to a lot of other women. And I know that only because I worked with hundreds of women who have gone through very similar, you know, mindsets and and ways in, in which we approach dating and, and relationships. So in my book, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a second, um, which will be out for pre-orders finally next week on January 13th, which again, I'm super excited about. 
I talk a lot about some of my previous relationships and really dive deep into like what was actually creating those situations or those relationships or what were the beliefs that I had that allowed me to create relationships like that and where did those beliefs come from? So I really dissect my dating life so that I hope that you can get some perspective on your own dating life. And so much of what Andre Ann talks about is just so, so relatable. So I think it's really a perfect episode to set off really the release of my book, which is starting next week, You Are Meant for Love. So I've always been very goal oriented. You all know that I've talked a lot about it on the podcast. I'm a Capricorn. I've got big career dreams. And yet, even from that place, I still dated from this when then mentality. And I think one thing that people don't really talk about, or maybe it started with the millennial generation, I don't really know, but your 20s are really, really hard. And I feel like I didn't know that going into my 20s. I remember when I was much younger, I mean, teenager, but even younger than that, thinking, okay, once I become an adult, I'm going to have it all figured out. I'll know what I like, what I don't like, what I'm doing in my life, where I'm going, (laughs) I feel secure, all of those things. And then I got into my 20s and I felt none of those things. I had it not figured out at all. And it was, it was really hard. I mean, there was, it was a lot of depression, a lot, a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of like, what the hell am I doing? Where am I going? What is this all for kind of thing going on? And what happened for me is I would look around and see a lot of my friends getting married or having babies and think, oh, well, they have it all figured out. So all I have to do to figure it out is get married and have a baby and then I'll have it all figured out. And that's basically how I approached dating. And even if you are not interested in babies or marriage or you're post babies or you have your babies already, wherever you are in life, I find that this is actually a fairly common mentality of like, okay, well, when I meet someone, then this, then I'll feel secure. When I meet someone, then I'll be emotionally secure. When I meet someone, then I'll be socially secure. When I meet someone, then I'll be financially secure. And I think that this is one, it's just a really, really hard place to be emotionally, because even though you might be setting up this wonderful, fantastical future that you're working towards in the moment, in the present time, it can feel pretty awful because you're basically telling yourself, well, yeah, I'll feel happy when I meet someone or I'll feel this or I'll feel that all these things that we do want to feel. And I find this can happen in big and small ways. So, you know, we can choose to not want to buy a home or something or make a big financial investment like that until we meet someone, which in some level I can understand. Um, I don't know if I would own a home. We own the townhouse that we live in. I don't know if I would own a home without Stevie, uh, not because I quote unquote need a man, but I think it's more of like, God, there's so much home repair, like, and Stevie knows all that stuff and how to do it and how to find the problems and fix. I mean, he's, he's an engineer, a mechanical engineer at that. I just don't even think I'd want to bother and it costs hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. So I don't think I'm even interested in it. But anyways, I digress. My point is, is that I think it can happen in small ways as well, like choosing to not go on a vacation or to get a dog or whatever without a partner because you think you quote unquote can't or aren't supposed to, or that would be weird or whatever it is. And I think a lot of us do it. I don't want to project, of course, my experience or my emotions or thoughts or whatever onto anyone listening to this. Uh, But I do find it's fairly common. And even if we don't realize it, or it's not consciously, you know, in our, our in our awareness, I think we have to actively dismantle our dating 
life from that because it's just so bombarded in us in every movie and commercial and Facebook ad and and whatever. So I kind of think that if we're not consciously like unwin-thening ourselves, then we're probably doing it on an unconscious level again, because that's the society that we live in. And again, if you're consciously doing, of course, that's a very emotionally challenging place to be. But I think also it sets you up for getting overly attached to someone. I don't want to say codependent, because I think that's actually a different thing than what I'm talking about here. I think that's a more, I think that's a deeper version of what's happening. But I think that because I don't think my relationships that I was in, I don't, I wouldn't call them codependent. I would call them more of me just being overly attached because I'm like, oh, I'm going to latch on to this person because that's going to allow me to set up the life that I want. It's part, it's all part of like the grand master plan. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying there's not codependency tendencies, but I just feel like it's a little different. It's not quite the the same thing. I think with codependency, there's more issues around people pleasing and narcissism and control that can be involved. And I wouldn't at least... Um, called the relationships, at least I talk about in the book, and that I'm referring to, you know, involving that, I just think that I would just get so attached, that I'd be blinded, and wouldn't see red flags, or the fact that they really that weren't into me, or just wanted sex, or just wanted to like be casual or whatever, I would ignore all that, and instead fall in love with the idea of them or the idea of the relationship, which of course, just sets me up and sets you up and anyone else up in this situation for heartbreak and frustration and that feeling like someone's pulling a 180, even though the writing was written on the wall the whole entire time. Anyways, I'm going to talk a lot more about those relationships myself in my book that's coming out soon. Again, pre-order is available next week. Yay. Um, But I'm going to dive into it right now with Andre Ann, because if you can relate to that at all, you are definitely not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not being bad. You don't have to like swing the other way and be completely independent and let anyone else in your life. There is definitely a happy medium. And that's what we are going to talk about. So here are some questions to keep in mind as you listen into my conversation with Andre Ann. Do you feel like you're behind in life because all of your friends are married or having families or just seem to be moving forward with their lives in some other way? Do you feel like you can't really start living your life, finding who you are or your interests until you get into a relationship? And does your identity get wrapped up in who you date? And finally, if I were to ask you, who are you? How would you respond? And of course, just a reminder, if you haven't already, make sure you sign up for the wait list for my book, You Are Meant for Love. It is available for pre-order next week. And when you sign up for the wait list, I will send you the introduction of the book now. So you can go ahead and get that. And then also you'll be notified when you can pre-order it. And when you pre-order it, you will be entered to win lots of prizes for me, including coaching. And everyone who pre-orders the book will get a free ticket to my workshop this March called Decoding Your relationships. Tickets for this workshop are going to go for $49, but they're yours free when you pre-order the book. And just a reminder, the books are somewhere around $10, depending on whether or not you get the Kindle or the print version. And so you get to come for the $49 workshop for free. And Decoding Your Relationships is actually going to walk you through the main exercise that I talk about in the book that will help you understand why you're in the relationship pattern you're in, why you're attracting who you're attracting, why you're not able to let go of whatever relationship you want to let go of, whatever your big question is or big struggle in your relationships, decoding your relationships will help you figure out why and then help you see what your path is to heal and to move forward. And the book walks you through that, but I'm going to personally walk you through that in the workshop so that you can ask questions and some people will be able to get coached by me and all that kind of stuff. 
So again, you'll get to come to that for free when you pre-order the book. So head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash book. That's the place you can sign up for the wait list. And if you are listening to this episode after January 13th, that will forward to the Amazon page where you can pre-order. And if you're listening to this way out in the future, that will take you then to the Amazon page where you can purchase the book either in Kindle or print format. All right, I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this book. More on that later. And without further ado, let's get to my coaching call with Andre Ann. Hi, Andre Ann. Welcome to the show. How can I help you today? Hi, Veronica. I would like to know the difference between dating and long term commitment because I seem to be confusing the two. Oh, interesting question. Can you tell me more? Where does it well, get? When, I, when I meet a guy, I go for a date and then. It's like I commit too fast. I always fall in love for life. It's always like I, my heart gets involved super fast. And then I get skipped to the sex part within the first few weeks. And then it's like I do everything backwards. Mm-hmm. I get, do, do you yeah. get, do you mean you get attached physically too fast or do you get attached emotionally too fast or both? Both. Both. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Let me ask you this first before we get going. Do you have an idea of why that might be? Well, I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with my childhood because I was uh, I didn't have a role model about what it is actually to be in a healthy relationship as um, life partners, and also I was I think I, I'm I'm what you would say codependent or dependent. Like I I tend to feel intense emotions and like I'm super sensitive and uh I everybody's like I'm I'm naive and gullible and okay okay I'm gonna pause you for a second because you're saying all these things like I'm naive I'm codependent I have all this da 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 and some people might say this is semantics but I firmly disagree if you think you're naive and codependent and like too sensitive or whatever then like you're gonna be Okay. Right. Like, like, I don't know if you heard that story, the little engine that could, I mean, like, Jesus, we've been reading that story since we were like five years old, but like, there's actually a lot of truth to it. Right. So maybe you have some tendencies that display some, you know, naive beliefs or actions, or maybe you have some codependent tendencies, but that's not who you are. And the more that you just kind of identify with it, the more true you're going to make it. Because that's just how the brain works, right? Like confirmation bias, we want to be right. Um, And we also tend to just spot things after we, you know, it's kind of like when you go car shopping and you see like a red Subaru at the car dealer and then you see it like everywhere else. (laughs) It's kind of like the the same thing is, is going on. So before we even like dive into this any further, can we just agree that you're not codependent, you're not naive, you're not overly sensitive, and maybe sometimes you display those tendencies? Yes, I agree. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So let's, let's just look at that out of the way. And if you do find yourself, you know, anytime after this call saying that, then you've got to, it's harder obviously to do for yourself, but you've got to like stop yourself. You got to do like it's a, basically a pattern interrupt and redirect the thoughts. Um, Tony Robbins is really famous for doing this and he does it in kind of a vulgar way. Like someone will be basically doing what you did, like saying, oh, well, I'm this and I'm that and da, 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 da. And it'll just be like, fuck, 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 fuck. And people yeah. are like, what? Like, <laughs> what is he doing? Like, you know, he's, that's just kind of how he is. And you don't have to agree with that style, but basically um, he's just trying to shock the system as a pattern interrupt, interrupter. Okay. And so um, 
you know, sometimes people will do things like wear a rubber band. And sometimes I guide clients to do that and just like snap their wrist when they're trying to Mm -hmm. have it. And there is a lot of research to show that that could work anyways. But I went down that rabbit hole a little too far. So let's bring it back to why you get attached. Okay. So you think it has something to do with childhood and not seeing like an example of a healthy relationship. Is that what you said? To repeat back to you? Well, that's my first thought. My, okay. Yeah, I think okay. It might not be it, but that's well, let's, let's see if there's something here because there may or may not be right. Mm-hmm. Um, we can only explore. That's the only way you can find out. So let me ask you this. What did you see in relationship? I saw both my parents divorced when I was four years old, and both of them they like went from one partner to the other constantly, and up until today they have not been in a long term committed relationship. They're still looking for their life partner, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm not judging them. I I think that that's what I was shown. So so I don't I don't really know what it what it is to be dating and just with a, to filter, is it, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So with your parents, were they displaying like toxic behaviors um, with their partners or is just simply like not the right fit or not the right person? Um, I would say my, I could definitely see my mom having some toxic patterns. Okay. Like Um, getting involved in, with partners who are not respectful to her, who not were not not good fit for her, mm-hmm. and uh, she really wanted to to have a family, so she had more other kids. Like she remarried and she had more kids, so mm-hmm. and she was disappointed that it didn't work. So, but I, I'm not saying that as a judgment. I'm just trying to relate to that yeah. as what. I learned from that. Okay. And do you remember when you were little, what you made that mean or what you believe to be true by seeing your mom's experience? I'm a dreamer. I thought like her, like one day you will find the right partner and it will be forever. (laughs) Okay. A lot of times when we, whether you're listening to my podcast or, you know, reading other people's stuff, um, it's almost become like, I don't know, part of pop culture that you know, if our parents struggled in love, then we're going to have the same struggle in our relationship. Or if we never saw what love looks like, then we're, it's hard to know for ourselves. But I think it's, that's a little too almost linear. Cause I can tell you've been thinking a lot about this. Yeah. You're like trying to look for a very logical reason. And I do think there is like a logical reason to your pattern, but I think you're thinking about it rather than feeling into it. Mm-hmm. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. And there's a big difference. So when it comes to you going on a date or a couple dates with someone and you want to completely attach yourself to them, what is it that you're feeling? Like, how do you feel in those moments? What do you feel like you need to get from them? What does it feel like to then attach yourself? Like I'm, I don't have the confidence that if I stay by myself, I'll be okay. Like it, it has to work. Okay, there we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Can you see how that's like, Boom. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you ha- you can't be by yourself. You have to be with someone because you can't take care of yourself. Is that what you said? Yes. I think uh, as much as it hurts to hear that, I think that. Yeah. And, and, and it's 
honestly, when you're doing this work, like it should feel a little uncomfortable to be like, oh my God, do I really feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of times we don't want to because the women, I mean, I know you are and the women in this community were smart and are successful and we can get shit done. And so then to admit something that's like, we kind of look down upon maybe in other people or maybe judge people for then to admit like, oh fuck, I have the same thing going on. Like can be really uh-huh. hard, but that's yeah. where growth happens. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Okay. It's super vulnerable. It takes a lot of courage and you, you like nothing bad will come of it. I agree. It, it, it's uncomfortable, but it, it, it rings like it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I never saw my parents being uh, happy being by themselves. They were constantly searching and looking and never staying single for taking the time to, to be single and taking care of themselves and me and my brother and, Exactly. And so I'm like, wow, I don't know actually how it is to be happily single just by myself. Yeah. And maybe that's the big lesson here, right? Yes. Maybe that's on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and look, like, I mean, I had no doubt that this pattern, this behavior came from childhood parents because everything does, but it wasn't as simple as... Well, I never saw healthy relationships. So I never had an example. And then therefore, like, I just don't know what love is, which isn't true because there, you have experienced love in your life. It might have been a romantic love, but you've experienced some sort of love, yeah. right? And so um, go ahead and close your eyes for me for a second. And let's, let's kind of really dig in here. And this might get uncomfortable, but that's totally fine. Again, that's where growth happens. So you have to attach yourself to this person And so I just want you to put yourself, whether this is a current reality in your life, or you can just think back to a time when this was a reality or where you felt those feelings or were triggered emotionally. Okay. I want you to complete the sentence with as many ways you can fill in the blank. And you're, so you're going to say this out loud. Mm -hmm. I have to, I don't know how you would actually say this, but I'm just going to say, I have, I have to end up with this person. I have to be with this person. We have to work out. Because otherwise, I won't succeed in life. And what else? Um, I'll feel I'll be rejected. Mm-hmm. I'll feel lonely. I will. I won't feel loved. Mm-hmm. Um, that one makes me feel like crying. Like, Which one? Like, I won't feel loved. Yeah. Okay. You can open your eyes. Why does that one feel especially triggering? Like it's the only kind of love that you can have in life, which is totally irrational, but in deep, deep down inside, it's what came up. Like, mm-hmm. Well, let's not try to pass judgment. Like, oh, this is so irrational, right? Because that's not going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. So it feels like this is the only kind of love that you can have. Tell me uh, about that. Yeah, to to be somebody and to have some kind of an identity, you know, like it's the start, the first step. You find a partner, you build your, and then you have a life. Okay, okay. So you can't have an identity, you can't have a life until you have a partner. Well, I think that's how I feel inside. Weird. I've never thought about it. Mm Hmm. 
So that's why I'm so confused when I end up single and I feel lost and I feel like I need to get back mm-hmm. a new mm-hmm. partner, but I'm not so far. I'm still trying to figure out how it is to actually choose someone that is the right fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. So this is more common than you think, right? Like I think actually a lot of women um, don't either, well, they don't admit it to themselves. They certainly would never admit it to me or to a friend or whatever. But when I was single, especially when I felt like all my friends were married or getting married or in serious relationships or even having kids. And I was like, still on okay cupid or whatever i was like well shit my life hasn't started yet <laughs> yeah which is basically like the same um i mean essentially it's like the same mindset you have and i think this is actually fairly common i just think that uh, there's a lot of pride and ego attached to this so we don't really admit it to ourselves especially not to others so what do you believe that you can have when you have a relationship that you can't have now sex first someone but what does sex mean though because sex i mean you could just like you know get a vibrator and like go into your room right (laughs) like you can you can give yourself an orgasm right so this isn't just about sex you're making sex mean something oh right yeah okay now that you're saying that i agree with you i think it's the feeling of being being feeling complete Mm -hmm. feeling like i'm i'm seen i I exist. I'm someone. I, yeah, that feeling like I'm complete. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would need to be true that you have complete control over? So that's the caveat. Mm -hmm. What would need to be true right now in your life for you to feel complete? Wow. That's a good question. Uh, Hmm. I think projects that have nothing to do with love relationship like a partner just like a, cre- like a creative project or something yes or like I like to write I would like to have my own blog or my own Facebook group so I, I have that in me but I never take the time to actually act upon my interests and and uh, dreams so I think that's what I always wait for when I, I find a partner and then I take care of my interests and projects and so I think I'm, I might be doing it backwards yeah you're 100% doing it backwards <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a thing this is a definite and and I just want to emphasize for you or anyone listening like this isn't your fault this is what advertising does to us like it's so fascinating like watching commercials on tv like I'm one where you know, I'm watching my favorite TV show, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and there's commercials. And I'm like, woo, I love commercials because it's so fascinating to me because the people who are writing those commercials really understand human psychology, right? Mm. And basically the message, and this is why also I loved Mad Men, because anything even Don Draper says it in the show where he's like, basically we're selling happiness, but by a bunch of people who aren't really happy, right? Mm. And so basically like any mass marketing message like commercials for products or whatever are mostly going to be like, well, when you can be skinny and lose all this weight, then look at yourself. You're going to be like going on all these awesome dates. Like, like just watch any. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And Weight Watchers commercial. Or when you can, you know, own these, I don't know, pairs of shoes or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, when you can buy the shoes that Meghan Markle was just wearing, then you can be kind of regal too. (laughs) Right. And and like, and, and that's just like what it, that's just like so ingrained in our brain. And so when we find ourselves like falling into that pattern, the first thing is just pure compassion and pure forgiveness for ourselves because, you know, we're, we're human, right? We're human and social conditioning is, is real, but what's actually real or what's actually, I shouldn't say what's real, what's more true in terms of getting what you want and how to create that so-called happiness or that happiness is the, uh, then when, right. It's, so it's the other way around. And so, you know, you can, you know, what needs to be true in order for you to feel complete well, you need to create this blog, right? Or do this writing. You know? mm-hmm. And I don't know what the topic is, but um, and that doesn't even really, really matter. But you need to do that because that's going to help you connect with yourself. It's something you feel really passionate about. It's probably going to fulfill you. And guess what? Like the whole irony is, is that's hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's wow. super attracting or attractive. Okay. To someone, right? Well, I think it's the identity part of it. Get know myself in outside of a relationship. Like, who am I when I I don't have a boyfriend? Like by myself, you know. So yeah. I I don't have that. I think I'm I'm I feel the need to work on that by doing projects and act upon my dreams and oh yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think doing anything for yourself can help you to get clear on that, but especially a creative project and especially a project around writing. I mean, when I first started my business, I was a very different human and I was a very different coach. Like I was not able to take my clients as far as I can now because I just hasn't, hadn't gone that far. And I didn't realize how much of just having a business, particularly a personal brand business was going to push me and challenge me and be really a huge catalyst in my growth. Right. And so I think that for you, like doing some sort of creative project, whether it ends up being a business or a purely creative project, it does, it really doesn't matter, but you're putting yourself out there. You're, you're writing. So you're getting to know yourself through that. And then you're sharing that with other people. Maybe you're inspiring other people, you're teaching other people or, you know, something with other people. Um, if most likely if you're, if you're writing and, 
that's going to be a huge growth catalyst. It's going to offer a lot of fulfillment. And I think it is going to be a really great way for you to answer that question of like, who am I? I think that as I'm listening to you, I feel like crying because I kind of understand why I was confusing dating and commitment. It's because when I'm, I was dating, I was getting an identity. Like if I'm that guy's girlfriend, I'm going to yep. do that. I'm going to end up in that family. I'm going to be that kind of partner. So I was really actually looking for me, for myself, like yeah. through that relationship. So I was trying to commit to being that kind of Andréanne. So I think that I understand now that's what's going on. Like, Tell me I'm, this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here. Who are you? Who are you? I'm Andréanne. I'm super talented. Like I'm a good writer. I'm a good friend. I like people. I'm introverted. Mm -hmm. I like hiking, fishing. Mm -hmm. uh, I have purple hair. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> purple is my favorite color. So, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm... I'm kind of struggling to to tell you more. I'm, it's kind of it's like I don't really know more than good start. I totally put you on the spot. That's a hard question yeah. to answer. Yeah, a hard question to answer. Like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Usually, okay. we're so so conditioned to be like, oh well, I'm a life coach, or I'm a financial analyst, or I'm a lawyer. Like, no, that's what you do. But who are you? And I thought. Not that there's like right or wrong or good or bad answers, but you answered beautifully. Oh, thank you. I, Especially I for someone who's saying, I don't know who I am. And, and, and I'm not saying that to like say that you're wrong and that you don't have growth to do in this area, but I just want to highlight that. And this is true with most of my clients and the women that I coach is that you're further along than you think you are. So you can let yourself off the hook a little bit. Oh, thank and you. And give yourself some more compassion. Thank you. I'm, and more I credit think, too. <laughs> thank you, Veronica. I I have to admit, all those months working with the Love Action Tribe are starting to pay off. <laughs> good, good. I, I'm so. I feel, the, I feel the growth. I feel the that I have regular insights, and I consciously choose to stay single right now because I really want to feel that that void, like. That I feel like yeah. So yeah. what I want to do is I want to bring this down, like, like, whew, like ground it into, you know, tangible space. So you have some specific things to work on. So maybe like journaling, who are you? And I am, and just keep going, keep going, okay. just write it out. I am, I am, I am, I am. So I think that could be a really beautiful practice. I definitely, as always, inner child work, is always going to be helpful. We didn't really talk about this that much in this in this episode or this coaching call, but you have the tools and resources to do that in the Love Action Tribe. And then of course, in the Facebook group, if you have questions for me about that. And then what I think could also be really helpful is not just stay single. Well, okay, before we get there, think about like what makes you whole and complete and then doing those things that you have control over, right? Mm -hmm. So doing that. And then in terms of not dating, and I know that I'm like the queen of date yourself because I have my date yourself challenge, <laughs> but what I think could be really fun for you to do is to write out a list of like your ideal partner 
And what would you want that partner to do for you? Would you want them to take you out to dinner? Would you want them to write you sweet notes? Would you want them to um, buy you flowers? Would you want them to tell you that they love you and how they feel about you and how they're proud of you, like whatever? And then make a conscious effort to do those things for yourself. And I know you've been doing that, but I think it's different when there's like a conscious, like I'm literally dating myself. I am off the market. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. And not just like pampering yourself with like baths and everything, but like maybe pushing your edge a little bit and like, what would it be like to go to dinner by yourself or go get a drink by yourself or go to the movies by yourself? For some people that feels like highly uncomfortable. And if it does, I highly encourage you to try it (laughs) because it's great. And all your stuff's going to do what? Dinner by myself (laughs) is definitely a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. And it's going to, and all your stuff's going to come up. I mean, that's normal. You're going to think, oh my God, people are going to think I'm a loser. I don't have any friends. They're going to worry. They're going to judge me for being out by myself and like, blah, 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 blah. And like when you go to dinner by yourself and you bring like a really good book or something, um, or you don't even have to bring a book. Honestly, I've done both. It can just be a really pleasurable experience. One of my favorite things to do, I mean, most people listening to this podcast know that Chardonnay is my drink of choice. I love Chardonnay. And so one of my favorite things to do is just go to a bar that has a decent Chardonnay and then just sit at the bar with a good book, not like a business book, which is like a fun book, like a novel, like ideally Outlander <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and just read and drink a wonderful glass of Chardonnay. And it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite things to do. And now that I'm saying it, I'm realizing I do not do this enough, but, but at first it was like highly uncomfortable for me to go to a meal by myself or do any of that stuff. But you know, all the worries about what people think of me, like it really forces me to up my worthiness enough to not give a fuck if people are judging me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really the power of dating yourself. So it's not just about pampering yourself, which is a part of it, but it's also about pushing your boundaries and using it as an opportunity to increase your self-worth, your self-confidence, all that type of good stuff. Good. Sound good? Yes. Great. What did you learn today? What's your biggest takeaway? Oh my gosh, that I was really actually looking for my, my identity, commitment to my, myself when I was approaching dating. Yeah. So I was committing to getting excited and to be that particular partner. And so that that's a life changing for me. Good. Well, I'm so Thank glad. You. I'm so glad we're able to change your life in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't been keeping time. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, good. And keep, obviously keep me updated. Let me know what happens in the Facebook group. And if you need follow-up support, you know, obviously I'm, I'm there for you, but thank you so much for sharing your question and your journey um, with the audience here. I know that they're going to get so much out of this episode and I just so appreciate you for, for doing this. Thank you, Veronica. If you like what you hear in these kinds of episodes, imagine what we could do if it was just you and me working together over many months. Listen, I know what it's like to feel stuck and hopeless in your love life. I remember throwing everything in my love life in the hopes that something will stick and I'd finally catch a break. It wasn't until I stopped changing up my profile for the millionth time or telling myself that next time will be different from the millionth time that things actually start to shift for me. In order to find deep love, you've got to do the deep work. And through my own experience of crappy dating, helping hundreds of women before you and my expertise in inner child work, I can help you make the inner shifts you need to get the outer shifts you want. 
When you work with me, we dig into your past relationships, your childhood, and deep-rooted beliefs so we can unravel your relationship patterns and get you into the deep love you want to be in. It doesn't matter if you've done this kind of work for years and haven't figured it out yet, or you're newer in the personal growth space. What matters is that you're done with being where you are now and you're ready to invest time, money, and energy into dramatically up-leveling your love life. If that sounds like what you want, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can see if one-on-one coaching is right for you. I've got limited spots available, so please don't put this off if this is something that you want this year. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to schedule your call. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Talk soon. And in the meantime, let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much, Andre Ann, for coming onto the show, even though it was two years ago. And I really appreciate your vulnerability and courage. And I really appreciate everyone's vulnerability and courage for willing to, you know, open themselves up in this way for the benefit of thousands of women. It's truly what makes this podcast so unique and special. So thank you. Thank you. Now, if you would like to be coached by me on the show, it's totally free. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. So like I said, this episode is coming out early January, I will be doing more recordings for the podcast uh, soon-ish. So um, you'll want to go to that link and you'll scroll to the bottom of the page, veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. There is a link that says something along the lines of want to be coached by me for the show, something like that. Click the link and that will take you to a Google form. You will fill out that Google form. And then when I am scheduling people to come onto the show, I will personally reach out to you and we will make it happen. I love doing these little mini power coaching sessions. And a lot of times folks are nervous. I totally hear you. Uh, Most people are a little bit nervous. So if you're feeling a little bit nervous, but also kind of want to do it, know that you are not alone. Um, Being nervous does not preclude you from being on the show. If you aren't sure what to ask, that's totally fine. I will say I don't workshop, you know, put that on quotation marks, questions with people. I really want it to be whatever just feels most true and resonant with you. I think that's what makes the, you know, this, this show so, so good with the coaching calls. Uh, So I'm not going to workshop. I'm not going to tell you what question to ask, but that is all to say, not even knowing what your question is, is totally fine. Your question can literally be like, my love life isn't working. My relationships are shit. I don't know what to do. And I don't know what to ask. That's great. We can, I can work with that. I can work with that. And honestly, that would probably make an incredible, coaching call episode because probably a lot of people feel that way. So don't worry if you don't know what your quote unquote question would be. It's totally fine. And as you've probably have already noticed by listening to the show, there's the question that people bring to the call. And then there's the question, right? And usually the question is what I uncover through our coaching together. So often the question you just bring is really just a jumping off point um, to begin with. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, Some people don't have their name revealed, new pseudonyms, all that kind of stuff. And you wouldn't even know it, right? Because actually a lot of the people, this is not their real name. So you don't have to worry about that. I will never reveal anything about you, like where you work or where you live, anything like that on the show. So it's all completely anonymous. Of course, you're welcome to share the episode with your friends. But like I said, you don't have to. They can just really be for be for you. Anyways, again, the link to sign up to be coached by me is veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. 
All right. So Andre Ann had a pattern of latching on to anyone she could date because without a relationship, she didn't feel whole, complete, or really knew who she was. Now, we talked a little bit about her family history, and it definitely does seem that she learned that behavior from her parents, particularly her mom. And it's not problematic that her mom hasn't found love yet. It's just that at least from Andre Ann's perspective, her mom was seeking it out as if that would complete her. And I think that's really the issue. And that's what she learned. Now, I will tell you, um, a few years ago, I did have a membership and Andre Ann was in that membership. And that was why I didn't want to go too much into inner child work, because she knows a lot of those tools. And we did that together while she was in the membership while I had it. But that's fine. I just wanted to say because I I do think there's a a lot of room to do inner child work here. And I'll talk a little bit about that towards the end of the episode today. So what felt more helpful with Andre Ann was to help bring this longing that she had down to earth. So what would need to be true for her to feel complete? Now, when I asked Andre Ann this, she knew almost immediately. And honestly, if you're asking yourself the same question, you might know, or you might think you have no idea. And if that's you, I'm going to push back a little bit. Like if we were actually coaching together, I would say, but I bet you do. I find it's rare that we don't know what we want or we don't know what'll make us happy or what we need or whatever. I think it's more of like we have a fear of admitting it or we believe that it's not possible or we think that what we want or what we like or what we need might be dumb or trivial or whatever it is. And yes, that can definitely go back to inner child and and the way you might have been raised or saw your parents behave or whatever. But I also just think it's the society that we live in. I think it goes a lot more than just inner child work. I mean, we just live in a society where like women who have big emotions are emotional or women who have needs are needy or high maintenance or or whatever. So I do think there is definitely some societal programming going on. But I, but if you think that what you want or what you need isn't possible, I really want to again ask you like, well, what if it was possible? I really do think more and more we live in a world where you can just do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like if people can just like, my husband watches YouTube videos all freaking day long, (laughs) just the most random shit really. And he was watching this YouTube video about composting, but like apartment composting. So you, you can do it inside and you use worms. And just this guy, like, it's not like spectacular videos or anything, but he was just like doing some composting with worms and started talking about it. All of a sudden people wanted to buy his worms. And just so you know, like these worms, I don't really know much about the biology of worms, but I do know that these worms that you use for composting freaking multiply like rabbits. And so once you have a few, you start having a few thousands or millions. I mean, who knows? I I really don't have a concept of how many worms this are. My point is, is that This guy had this YouTube video about worms and apartment composting, and he was creating so many worms because after they do, they procreate. He just started selling them, and he's making freaking bank from selling worms from some YouTube videos. My point is, I know that's more of like an entrepreneurial type of thing, but like, listen, you can do whatever you want. You can create whatever you want. And yes, I know that there are real problems and obstacles, and there's privilege and all of that stuff, but I think that our possibility still is a lot greater than what we believe is our possibility. So, and and I think that's true, yes, in career, but absolutely true in relationships and just not even just relationships, but the kind of life that you want to live. Okay, listen, one more thing that I want to say before I give you some action steps and wrap up this episode. 
as always with this episode, any other episode, I always, it's really important for me that you take what works and then leave the rest. I want you to, you know, retain your agency, retain your critical thinking, what works, what doesn't work for me, because you are a human. And um, not everything that everyone says is going to 100% apply or resonate for you. And and that's okay. So if this is truly not a, an issue you have in a relationship or a limiting belief you have in a relationship, I don't want to make it one, right? If it's not there. But before you do write it off and think, oh, this isn't, you know, an issue for me or whatever, again, totally fine. But one more question is, I just want you to take a really good look just to make sure because sometimes, and I put myself in this category, when we do identify as strong or independent or, you know, very goal or career oriented, or feminist or whatever it is, then it can be really hard to admit something like this, that we have like this when then attitude to dating and relationships. And sometimes this can happen in bigger, more obvious ways like, oh, I'm not going to buy a home or make a big financial purchase or make a big life move before meeting a partner. And sometimes that makes honest, perfect sense. But I think sometimes this can happen in small ways as well. You know, one thing that can really, really be triggering for a lot of the women that I've worked with is when something goes wrong in their house, like a pipe burst, or there's just like a something with their car or whatever, then they have to deal with it and like figure out how to deal with it and then hire someone. A lot of times that can create a story around like, well, if I had a man, then I wouldn't be going through this, they could just take care of it. And I would say that's also a version of the when then mentality. Um, Like when I get in a relationship, then I won't have to worry about this. You see, you see how that works. And so we almost become like a victim of the relationship status that we're in. The problem with that is, again, that's still like a fantasy that you're projecting onto the future that may or may not be true. I happen to marry a mechanical engineer who's like really good with this kind of stuff. But like, <laughs> if he wasn't, there was no way to be living in a house because or a house that we own, uh, just because there's too much shit that goes wrong. And it would just cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. But also, I have friends who are women, and they are married to a man. And they still have to call like the plumber or the car person or whatever when something breaks or goes wrong, because their husband's completely useless when it comes to this stuff. So again, those are all just projections. And so my point is, in saying this is that listen, if it's really not something that you honestly, wholeheartedly feel like you struggle with, and like, that's fine, like more power to you. And I mean that sincerely. But also, it can be something that can be really hard to grapple with, you know, if you do identify as goal oriented, uh, feminist, all of those kinds of things. All right, some action steps for you. Number one, journaling question, who are you? Now, this is not something you're going to discover in one journaling session. And it might be a question that you ask yourself over and over and over again for the rest of your life. And I think that's totally fine. But I do think that it's just something to come back to. Um, again and again, whether in your meditation or journaling, when you're out walking or or whatever, I think it really helps to just kind of get a sense of like, who am I? Like outside of all the identities that I hold or all the roles that I play in my life, who am I? And you might not even be able to articulate it, but if you can feel it, I think that even even still can be super impactful because then when you can feel into who you are or how you want to feel, all those kinds of things. And when someone comes into your life and you start not feeling like that way, like that is such good feedback, such good information um, for whether or not you want to continue having that person in your life. 
The next question is, what would need to be true for you to feel complete? And how can you start doing those things? Now, like I said, we didn't talk too much about inner child work in this episode for reasons I already explained. But I do find that a lot of times we project onto other people, particularly our romantic partner, what we want or need that we're not giving ourselves. So and gosh, like, look, like, (laughs) we will probably do this until the end of time. I know that I've definitely done this to see if I'm feeling like really vulnerable or just really like in a little bit of a funk, I might project like, you're not making me feel loved or whatever. And really what I know is that's just me like needing to come back to little Veronica and get back into my own practice, into my own spirituality so that I can you know, come to CV and ask for what I need from a different place. So I'm not saying that like, it'll never happen for you again, once you quote, unquote, heal yourself or do inner child work. But I do think that a lot of times we do put onto our partner, what it is that we want to feel that our inner child actually needs. And you are the only person that can provide that for your inner child. All right, I just want to share one quick thing. Um, One question actually that comes up a lot with potential clients is, well, okay, Veronica, we're going to work together for these number of months. And then what happens? And I want to talk a little bit about that because I've over the past year, year and a half or so, I've been really trying to build my alumni community because after doing this work for many years, I've got lots of one-on-one client alums, love incubator alums, and you know, alums from other programs that I've run. And I want to keep in touch with everyone. (laughs) But you know, the more that list of people grows, you know, it's harder to maintain that one on one connection. So I've been really working on building a community of of alumni. And so once a quarter, you know, I host like little alumni events. So for the holidays, we had a little holiday party, I've done full moon rituals, I'm going to start doing some other stuff, maybe some movement classes just for alumni. So you know, when we work together, it's not like we just work together for a couple months, and then I just you know, kick you to the curb and say, best of luck to you. Um, You know, I really do my best to, you know, build this community because the thing is, is that yes, we're going to work together. But one thing that I've noticed through working with my own coaches is, you know, some of the things that they teach or the exercises or the tools that they gave me, you know, it sometimes can take many months, if not years for those things to sink in. And I'm like, oh gosh, now I really get it. And a lot of those other coaches like haven't built in this community of like, this time to either celebrate the growth or the introspection or ask questions or just kind of know other people who are going through a similar kind of stage of life or business or processes or or whatever. And so I've, you know, I'm working on and, and have built this alumni community of women who have worked with me in some capacity or, or another, um, you know, for that connection also to connect with me, because I love hearing updates and to share and share new insights and ask questions and all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to share that because it is a question that has actually recently been coming up a lot. So, you know, if you if we work together, yes, there is that time when we are like, you know, in an agreement where, you know, we show up for our sessions, we have that Voxer, all that kind of good stuff. Um, But it's really just the beginning of what I hope to be a relationship that lasts many, many years. You know, I've got clients coming to these client events um, that I've worked with years ago, even some of my very earliest clients show up. And it's just so, so fun to be reconnected in in that way. Um, pre-pandemic, when I was traveling, I used to, um, you know, take clients out to brunch. When we were living in the San Francisco area, I did brunch a couple times with clients out there. I'm hoping moving into the new year, especially with warmer weather coming up, and regardless of what COVID is like, we should be able to sit outside hoping to do a little bit more of that, especially in the New York and DC area. So if you are there, listen up. 
because hopefully we'll be able to do something fun like that this this year. And who knows where else I might travel to. I, I have Miami on the docket potentially this year. So maybe it'll be something there as well. So if you are interested in working together and, you know, we'll obviously do our intense time together, but just to be part of this community that I'm building and growing and being connected to other women who are doing similar work and in similar parts of life as as you are, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And that is where you'll begin the process if you are interested in working together. There's a quick application there, you fill the application out that will forward you to my scheduler. And from there, you can schedule your introductory coaching call with me. That is basically a consult just to see if it's the right fit for for you and your goals um, for us to move forward. There's no obligation, there's no hard sale. It's just uh, me getting to know you and kind of getting a sense of what your goals are. It's just to make sure that I can help you with the goals that you want me to help you with. And then also for you getting a better sense as to who I am, my style, how I work, all that kind of stuff, and just to make sure it's a good fit for you. So if you are looking to make this you know, investment, not just money, but time and energy into yourself and into your love life, I would love to connect. Again, the link is veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. All right. And one final reminder, my book will be available for pre-order starting next week. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash book. Depending on when you go there, that will take you to the link itself on Amazon where you can pre-order or buy the book, or it'll take you to the waitlist where you can sign up for the waitlist and get an introduction from the book right away. So again, that link is veronicagrant.com forward slash book. All right, my dear, I will see you next week. And until then, take care. If you've got it all but love, you're ready to uplevel your love life, and the work we did in this episode resonates, I want you to strongly consider working with me one-on-one. You'll never hear me say, you just got to get out there more, or you got to love yourself more. Working together is your opportunity for me to guide you in doing the deep work so you can transform your love life from the inside out. I actually don't care what app you're on or what your texting game is like or how many dates a month you go on. I care about doing the deep work so you can attract a deep love. I meet you right where you are, hold your hand and hold you accountable throughout the process. So if you're looping or feeling stuck in your patterns and can psychoanalyze yourself to death, I can get you to where you want to go. If you're serious about finding love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest time and money into yourself, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can explore if working together is the next right step for you. You can learn more and schedule your consult at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find them in the show notes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen. It really helps me to grow the show. Thank you so much in advance. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart. And it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. 